the ARL chairman, Peter Volandi, is on the line. Peter, good afternoon in Las Vegas, and we can't wait for the footy to start, but from what we have seen and read, it's Las Vegas is going wild for rugby league. Good morning. Good afternoon, Peter. Oh, good morning, good afternoon. I'm <laughs> yeah, not sure yeah. what time zone I'm in at the moment, but... <laughs> No, look, it's exceeded all expectations, Ray. Everywhere I walk, it's just a rugby league fan. And I've just run into two people that are celebrating a birthday and they've come from Vancouver to watch the match. Uh, yesterday, I was in the street and the, I had these Jamaican people waving at me and I thought they've confused me for Danny DeVito, but they were actually NRL fans. So, um, uh, and, you know, and then right behind them, they had 50 French people that were... Uh, uh, also here, you know, in a tour. And yeah. so they've come from all around the world, but there's 14,000 Australians, and I think I've run into every single one of them. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, it's, it's such a success, PBS. Neil Breen here. How are you, mate? Yeah, hey, no, good, good, thanks, Neil. Mate, Las Vegas tourism might start paying you to yeah. bring games there. Well, they, they have paid us to bring this one too. So I think next when we first came here, they knew nothing or little about us, and... Um, they they just thought we were fly fly by nighters. I think that we've certainly got their attention now. Put mm. it that way, and I think we'll we'll do a much better deal next time um, uh, we negotiate with them uh, on a rights fee. Uh, Peter, is it right that forty five thousand tickets have been sold now, and with the the walk up supposedly at Ben of the Fife, you could get fifty thousand today? Look, that's, we're hopeful of that. Um, unfortunately, the weather's turned on us here. It's very windy and the airport's shut, so there's going to be a few people that are going to be disappointed that we're coming in late because uh, the wind is extraordinary. It, it, it can blow you away and, and a, a little bit of rain, but that's the beauty of Allegiant Stadium. It's a closed roof, Indoors. so it's not, going to, it, it's not going to be a problem once you get there, but it's getting there. It's going to be the problem. It's very, very windy. There's something you've been really hot on, PVL, and that is stadiums, infrastructure, when you go there and you see Allegiant Stadium, you know, here we've, we've rebuilt Allianz. It's fantastic, but there's no roof. Everyone's still blueing about the old Olympic Stadium, what we should do there. In Queensland, they're in a state of flux over what to do about the Olympics mm. and what to build. You go there and you see the state-of-the-art stuff. You've got to be in it to win it, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I think it's underrated how much you need suburban stadiums because they're an asset for the community. Um, they bring the tribes together. You walk outside your front house and you can walk to the ground. That, that, that's how uh, you're successful. And in every other country in the world, they've got those stadiums. Like this stadium here is just something to, to witness. It's, it's magnificent. And people think, oh, we've got to put it in education, put it in health. Of course you do. Mm. But there's, you don't put 100% of the budget into those areas. You've got to put it into other infrastructure that attracts tourism dollars and has economic stimulus. And suburban stadiums pay for themselves. The Combank at Parramatta, one of the best stadiums, has already paid for itself. Mm. So it's, it's not as though it's costing the taxpayers a lot of money to have this infrastructure. We need to have um, venues, not just sporting venues, other things in, in Sydney um, that can pay for themselves. And one of the key things, just on the stadiums, yeah. one of the key things when you went to Las Vegas was it's all well and good to take a game to the States, but you can't play at the local university or whatever. You've mm. got to play at the big stadium. And I, I heard some talk about, oh, AFL should look at it and go to Las Vegas. There'd be nowhere for them to play. The p- fact that you can play in the state-of-the-art stadium is key. Absolutely. I don't know what AFL is, but <laughs> the stadium might be too small for them, I think. Um, right. that's, that, that's a... That's the beauty of that. So, um, look, I think that we're going to open the door for a lot of sports to come over to uh, to Vegas in, in some way or fashion because 
it really does lift your profile immensely. I mean, the, the amount of coverage we have here locally and in America has been extraordinary. And sorry, I was going to ask you about the I was going to ask about the coverage that it's receiving in the American press because back home it's getting saturation coverage. It's extraordinary. But is there cut through with the American media? Yes, there is. Um, we've, we've been on the local breakfast shows here in Vegas, We're, and, and our game tonight is on Fox One, one of the biggest sporting channels in, in the US. So, you know, we've been given every opportunity. We've been in the New York Post. Um, the Russell Crowe video on explaining the rules has been an enormous success, over a million views all around the world. So uh, I don't think we've ever lifted the profile of the sport this mm. much ever. And, and, and you've got to remember, this is year one. People are telling me next year, it might be 14,000, it'll be closer to 30 or 40,000 Australians coming. So, you know, everyone's just waited to see if it was going to be successful. Well, I think it's exceeded all expectations. The fan night the other night, uh, I was just so proud of the NRL staff. That's one of the greatest um, functions I've been to. It was just magical, uh, being in the middle of Las Vegas, having 5,000 or some people thought it was closer to 10,000 people um, cheering the, all the four teams on was extraordinary. Peter, one of your areas of expertise, obviously, is in wagering, and and that's one of the, the longer plays out of this Las Vegas experiment, if you want to call it an experiment. Is rugby league up in sports books in Las Vegas? Where are you at with that? Look, it has, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a minor sport at the moment as far as sports wagering is concerned, and we, we want to change that because we're in the right time zone. We compete against table tennis, and table tennis is generating hundreds of millions of dollars in turnover. Yep. Um, so we're in the right time zone. It's just a matter of getting the best uh, platform to do it in. You, you know, do we give it exclusively to one wagering operator? Do we do it to a number? We're, we're negotiating at the moment. And, and again, this has brought us um, to the table, whereas before we couldn't. Mm. They've seen us. They've seen the exposure we can get. They can, they can now consider the potential where you mentioned the word rugby league and they just look at you uh, dumbfounded. Now they know what it is. They actually are engaged. It's incredible. Uh, Peter, I understand all the CEOs for all the clubs are now in Las Vegas, and I, I dare say they've looked at what this success of 2024 has been like. They've all been making their pitch to, to go back next year. When do you decide which four clubs are playing in Las Vegas next year? And Dean, we had Dean Ritchie on earlier. He said, why not go to Las Vegas twice a year. He's having such a good time. He wants to go back, Pete. But, but um, seriously, I, I dare say you'll stick with the four teams. When we make that call, who will play there next year? Look, we, we, uh, we want to make it early because people really need as much notice as possible to make their arrangements. So uh, I said to, the, uh, to our CEO, Andrew Abdo, that we need to make a decision very quickly. And look, the clubs that are here now have already requested they come back. So <laughs> it makes it a bit difficult, but um, and, you know, who knows? We might have a, a three-header instead of a two-header. We'll just we'll just see uh, the results of this, the financial um, impact of it, uh, and then we'll make the decisions. But we will certainly be making them very, very early, so our fans have got plenty of time to make their arrangements. And so, just your gut feel and expectation for the day, Peter. Obviously, you're on the ground there. You've seen all the hype. The weather's a factor. What do you actually think is going to happen today? Look, I, I'm not really sure, Neil, to be honest. I, I've, it's like you're expecting a baby. You just don't know what's going to happen. Or uh, I'm always positive. I, I just hope everything goes right. You know, I'll just be glad when it's all over tomorrow and, and we've had no incidents and no problems. Um, and then it's a success for me. But 
the next 24 hours will, will be telling for us here mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. Uh, who's coming today, Peter, in terms of celebrity? I think I heard you interviewed on one of the TV channels and you said there are American politicians uh, likely to come, uh, movie stars, I think Hugh Jackman's likely to be there, etc. Can you give us a, a quick pricey of who's expected to be at the ground today? Oh, look, 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 we've got some very important um, US politicians. One... Uh, is uh, the, the, probably one of the closest friends of the president, uh, and, and he's going to be there. And he actually gave us a talk yesterday about American politics, and he was uh, absorbing, um, listening to what what is happening over here. And as and he's been given special projects by the so he'll be there. Uh, we had the chief, the ex chief of staff of uh, Donald Trump also yesterday. Um, there's a number of celebrities that are coming. We've got some very big media executives, not only um, from Australia but from worldwide. And, and then there's all these uh, actors and actresses. But I think, um, unfortunately, Hugh Jackman has been... Uh, he was here uh, yesterday, but I think he has had to make an emergency situation back to New York. So I'm okay. not sure if he's coming tonight. Oh, that'd be a bit disappointing. Oh, the he'll, Seagulls... He'll, he'll miss it. He's their number one man. He's yeah, their... He, he might think they're going to lose. I don't know. So you might want to be around when they uh, if they get beat by South. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, Peter, you're just saying you'll get back home and you'll crunch the numbers, etc. To see, um, obviously, it's a huge investment for the NRL in the season opener over there in Las Vegas. What is a pass mark, and what do you say? Right, this is a success. We can build on whatever happens today and the last week or so. Well, the, for us, it hasn't been that expensive. You know, we spent a fair bit of money just launching the season. So, um, so as far as expense is concerned, it's gone. It's well under what people are expecting, because we've all, we've generated some you know revenue from the from the sale of tickets to the ground and the match. Uh, we've got sponsorships um, from a number of organisations. Plus, we've got the uh, Las Vegas uh, Tourist Bureau. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the result will be how many new subscriptions we get to watch NRL in America, and if we can finalise a deal with the wagering operator. That, that, and then, look, I don't, I'd nev- I've never expected it was going to uh, knock the house down uh, in, in year one. In, in these sort of things, you've got to do it over a three to four to five year period. I think by year five, this will be a massive event, um, and you'll be getting thirty, forty thousand Australians coming to it, and hopefully, we're going to get. Uh, uh, you know, a few million viewers in America, and there's, and there's 340 million people in America. So, even if we just got one percent of that, that's a, you know, that would be more subscribers than we have in Australia. So, well, the, the potential, the potential is unlimited if we implement it and and stay on the journey. It's interesting you say it hasn't cost you as much as you thought in the first year because it'll only get cheaper from here. Because now that sponsors and everyone mm. have seen how big it They'll is, they want on, they want to join. You know, you'll mm. be able to sell it. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, I mean, I was just saying to Andrew Abdo when they put the field out, I said, geez, our sponsors are getting this cheap. They're going to get, you know, millions <laughs> exposure. To, um, I, I thought they could have thrown in a few, you know, a few more chicken nuggets, Kentucky Fried. But anyway, we'll just we'll talk to them when we get back. Um, hey, Peter, Damo from Orange has got a special request. Can you ask Peter Volandis, can the Bulldogs go in 2026? As I'm turning 50, I'm going to Vegas for my birthday. That's from Damo from Orange. Well, 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 tell Damo I'll do my best for him, and, uh, and and I hope he has a very happy 50th birthday. But I, actually, I had an, a, another person email me during the week if we could put the 
one of the races on a bit later in the afternoon because he was getting married at three o'clock and he wanted to watch the race. I know. So yeah. I don't know where he, uh, I don't know where his priorities were, but anyway, well, the, the race on at three twenty-five. He scratched from Sydney and ran in Melbourne. The horse ran second, actually, Pete. So, oh, I, I, so, you, so, so you do know about that? I one, do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I chased it up. I spoke to the lovely bloke, and um, his wife actually had a horse run at Newcastle, her first horse as well. So um, she watched her race, but. Um, they should have got married uh, on Friday at a honeymoon yeah. at the track. Got the no, no. Right. What, the, what, <laughs> what they should have done was get married at Sky Channel. That would have been fixed the problem. You could have watched it every TV. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, listen, we've got Buzz coming on very shortly. Pete, any dirt on what Phil Buzz, Rothfield and Dean Rich have been doing over there? Oh, no, mate. What what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, Ray. <laughs> oh. You know that. And uh, um, No, but I can tell you that uh, Buzz and, 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 and Rich are having a great time, as is, as is everybody. I think they're... It's actually surprised them how good it is here, and um, um, I think that they've already booked for next year. Oh no, no doubt there. But I think um, Buzz has even taken uh, Dino clothes shopping for new shirts and jackets. It is it seems bloody cold over there, Pete. Um, actually, it's not too bad. Uh, it's it's not as cold as I expected it, but geez, it's windy. Yeah. Um, but it's not it's not that cold really, and uh, and the clothes are so cheap over here. That's that's the thing that it, 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 uh, even with the Australian dollar being at sixty five cents, it's, it's still some bargains to be had for uh, for Dino and Buzz. What one of the tough things for yourself and Andrew Abdo and all the executives will be now to get your feet back on the ground because the rest of round one continues next <laughs> Thursday. Like this is only the start of thirty weeks of mayhem. Well, well, see, the poor, the AFL thought that this was round one, so they put their round on early, but didn't realise that we actually have a, a number of um, games ourselves next week. So that, that's the... Uh, um, now, look, I, I just think this is going to be one of the real exciting seasons, and if, if the Vegas thing's any indication, I, I, we've got a lot to look forward to. Well, we certainly have, Pete. I think everyone who enjoys their sport and enjoys their rugby league can't wait for the kick-off this afternoon. Of course, the first game is on Fox. That's at 1.30 when uh, uh, Manly take on South Sydney. Then at 3.30pm, Fox will also show Roosters and Broncos. That'll be on free-to-air on Channel 9. The build-up's been enormous, Peter. Best of luck uh, today in Las Vegas. We'll all be watching back home. Thank you, and I've just put a few dollars on the red for you, Ray.